This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group, with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Hope you're okay on Thursday, December the 15th. And just a day after it was revealed a fourth boy has died after falling into a frozen lake near Birmingham, a Folkestone woman has told the Kent Online podcast she was shocked to see children trying to walk on a frozen pond. The boys were spotted testing the ice at Radnor Park in the town. Amanda DeFeo saw them on her way to work. She's been speaking to Lucy. Okay, so this morning I was walking to work at the Royal Victoria Hospital in Folkestone at about half past eight this morning and over the last couple of days because we've had the sub-zero temperatures we have had some of the pond at Radnor Park freeze over. It's been very very thin ice so thin that even when the ducks walk on it it cracks and I was quite shocked this morning when I was walking into work to see two young lads probably about I don't know, probably year six age, sitting at the edge of the pond, dangling their legs onto the ice and trying to step onto the ice. Uh, So I just shouted, no, 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 don't do that. Get away, get away. They kind of looked over, kind of horrified that somebody's kind of told them off. And I was like, get off of that ice, get yourselves back to school. And they kind of jumped up and walked off with a flea in their ear. But um, yeah, just really kind of shocked to see two young kids trying to step on the ice it's really not safe yeah and I suppose with with what we saw happen up in Solihull as well recently it sort of brings it into an even sharper perspective doesn't it absolutely it's just been awful to see on the news the last couple of days just the fact that there's the potential for four families who are not going to have their kids with them this Christmas I I got up yesterday morning when we heard that the, the fourth child had passed away sadly and I gave my 14 year old a big hug and he's like what are you doing mum I was like I'm just hugging you because I get to spend Christmas with you this year there's some families who are not going to have that and it's just it's just so sad so when I saw those kids this morning I I couldn't help but just shout over at them I mean I wouldn't normally tell other people's kids off I don't think any adult would but if it's to keep them safe I'm hoping that that most most adults would tell other kids off. I'd hope somebody would tell my kid off if he was being foolish. For any family not to have their kid with them at this time of year, those those families in Solihull, Christmas will never be the same for them now. Christmas is not going to be a nice time for those families ever again. And I would just like to hope that that doesn't happen to any of our kids locally and that parents will chat with their children just now. I think... Down here in the southeast, obviously, I'm from Scotland. I'm from the west coast of Scotland, and we were really used to all of our ponds and lochs and and lakes and stuff like that frozen, freezing over this time of year. So we used to get the talk at school. Our parents used to speak to us about just be careful, don't go on the ice, don't do that. And I think because it doesn't happen down here as much, it's not talked about as much with our children because it's not it's not common for our ponds to freeze over. We don't usually go sub zero down here in the southeast, so. The fact that we're having this cold spell, I think it's really important for parents just to remind their kids, don't be foolish, don't go in the water. It's it's really not worth it. I mean, I, I, I was we were all children, we were all teenagers and we all did foolish things. We all did stuff that we weren't supposed to do. We knew we weren't meant to do it. And when you're 10, 11, 12 years old, you feel invincible. You think that you're going to live forever. You don't think that anything's going to happen to you. But honestly, just just 
don't be foolish just be careful if you want to be at home with your parents on christmas day just think about what you're doing the ducks can't even stand on that ice it's that thin you're definitely not going to be able to. So just please be careful. Well, flowers have been left in memory of the four youngsters who lost their lives in Solihull. They were aged 6, 8, 10 and 11. And we're being warned of more ice in Kent this weekend. A yellow alert will be in force for most of Sunday morning. Forecasters reckon there'll be very slippery conditions again, which could cause some travel disruption. After that, temperatures are expected to rise as conditions become more mild heading towards Christmas. Kent online news. Other top stories today and a French charity has revealed it was sent a voice message begging for help just before a boat carrying asylum seekers capsized in the channel. Babies could apparently be heard screaming in the background when the group got into trouble off the coast of Dungeness early yesterday morning. We have a problem, please help our, we have a children and family in a boat. Please help me bro, please, please, please we are on the water. Four people died and 39 were rescued but a search operation is continuing as it's feared others are missing. Ali is a refugee from Iran who made the same journey last year. He says it was terrifying. Every moment we are expecting a bad happening, a bad incident, because you are like at the middle of nowhere with all of big ferries, big cargo ships and stuff. We were so scared. The Home Secretary and her French counterparts are promising to destroy the business model of people smuggling gangs. David Simmons is chair of the all-party parliamentary group on migration and says the asylum process must change. We need a means for people to make that application so we can consider it properly in the UK and give them permission to travel here if they have a good claim, at the same time as breaking the business model of the people smugglers, which depends entirely on the absence of any safe route by which people could come to the UK who have a genuine claim. Meantime, a vigil to remember those who lost their lives in the channel will take place tonight. There'll be a parade of lanterns made by local school children and a choir performance of the bandstand in Walmart near Deal. It starts at 5.30. This is one of our most read stories today and a young man's in hospital with life-changing injuries after being stabbed at a nightclub in Medway. A second man who's thought to be a doorman was also attacked at Coyotes on New Road Avenue in Chatham in the early hours of Sunday. Two men aged 19 and 33 have been arrested and bailed while investigations continue. Well at Kent Online today you can see pictures of one of the victims who's being treated at King's College Hospital in London. Ryan Jeeps had been to the club after watching the England France World Cup match. He suffered injuries to his neck, stomach and chest. Ish has been reading a statement from police. Yeah, it says Kent Police was called at 1.18am on Sunday, December 11th to a report of two people sustaining injuries consistent with stab wounds to their abdomens while inside a nightclub in New Road Avenue in Chatham. Officers attended along with other emergency services and both victims were taken to a London hospital for treatment. One person sustained life-changing injuries and remains in hospital. Two men, a 33-year-old man from Hawling and a 19-year-old man from Gillingham were both arrested on suspicion of grievous bodily harm with intent. The 19-year-old man was additionally arrested on suspicion of possession of an offensive weapon in a public place. He's been bailed until Friday, March 10th, pending further inquiries. The 33-year-old man has been bailed until Sunday, March 12th, while further inquiries are carried out. Ish, thank you ever so much. Elsewhere, a man's been taken to a London hospital after being stabbed in Maidstone. Police were called to reports of an attack at a property on Knight Rider Street yesterday afternoon. The victim's being treated for injury 
injuries which are not thought to be life-threatening. A 47-year-old man has been arrested. CCTV footage at Kent Online today shows the moment a vape shop worker was attacked while trying to fend off a group of teenagers in Stroot. One managed to steal items after forcing his way into TJ's e-cigarette shop in the High Street on Saturday. Police say they're looking into what happened and know about the ongoing antisocial behaviour in the area. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with car dealerships in Canterbury and Maidstone. Now, pupils at Kent School have been taking part in drills to prepare for armed intruders, chemical attacks and dangerous animals. Students at St Anselm's in Canterbury practised barricading doors and hiding under desks, so they're prepared for any emergency situation. One mum claims it was distressing for her daughter, but the head teacher insists it's a routine process to make sure children are safe. We'd like to know what you think today. You can leave a comment on the story by heading to the website. A notorious Kent landlord has announced plans to build dozens of homes, which he's described as his £25 million exit strategy and retirement plan. Fergus Wilson wants to put 33 properties on land in Bourton-on-Chelsea. The 74-year-old has said he expects there to be opposition to the idea the local parish council wouldn't comment just yet. A Kent teacher says she's heartbroken after her car was destroyed in a hit and run in the middle of the night. Charlie Clements Mills was woken up by neighbours when a stolen car crashed into her BMW on Ash Road in Sandwich. Police say it was taken during a burglary at a house near Wingham. Investigations are continuing. You can see pictures of the damage by heading to the website today. A man who maintains an area of woodland near Canterbury says he can't believe he's been told to tear down the building he uses as an office. Now, there are six structures on the site in Addisham and council bosses have decided they're in breach of planning regulations. That means they need to be removed while Lee Walter has been speaking to our reporter Jerry Warren. I'm looking after it. Um, I'm planting trees. Basically, what we're trying to do, what we're trying to achieve, is a continuous woodland. We've been under a thousand trees we've planted. It's just a matter of time now to see where you know, see how long it takes us to get to where we want to be. Now you've got this building behind me here, but yeah. you need that as a working building. That's my, that's my office. Yeah, that's that's where I have my tea break. That's where you know I communicate with my boss. And that's, yeah, basically what it is. But uh, the, the, the joy will be seeing this mature. Oh, watching it mature, yeah, that's right. You know, long after I've gone, basically. And because you've planted so many trees and hedges, it needs constant care. Oh, you need to be here to, you know, to maintain the defences, trees, you know, the grass. It all needs to be managed. Everything it's looking at has to be managed. It's not, you can't leave it. If you leave it, it just... You know, it will just turn to rubbish, basically. And when the council issued this enforcement notice, that must have really cheesed you off. It does, yeah. That's right, because, you know, we're all being, you know, there's a, it's all being sold off, and it seems to be that we're the ones that are putting something back in and we've been told that, we, you know, I've got to work in the cold, basically. The council say the enforcement notice has been issued correctly and landowners can either comply or appeal. Kent Online reports. A big pile of criminal gold worth £650,000 that was seized at Heathrow Airport is being auctioned off in Kent. About 15 bars will be up for sale via Detling Company Wilson's Auctions after the haul was seized back in March 2020 when a woman was trying to avoid border force. An investigation found it was being carried on behind 
behalf of a money laundering network. Permanent barbecues could be built on a stretch of the Kent coast in a bid to stop visitors using disposable ones. Council bosses want to ban the single-use kits from Whitstable and Herne Bay and fine anyone caught using them £100. They're going to look into the idea of putting up barbecue stations instead and if a ban is approved, it'll come into force next spring. A report today has revealed Gravesham Council is making good progress on plans to become net zero by 2030. CO2 emissions dropped by 75% between 2006 and 2020 and efforts have been stepped up since bosses declared a climate emergency a few years ago. They're increasing the efficiency of council buildings, switching to electric vehicles and improving green spaces as well. It's been decided a controversial new development between Folkestone and Hythe will go ahead despite spiralling costs. Spending on the Prince's Parade project was paused in October and campaigners are calling for it to be scrapped completely. Well, council bosses say they'll push ahead with building new homes and a leisure centre when market conditions improve. Meantime, the Kent Online podcast has been told the housing market in Kent is looking positive heading into 2023, despite national reports of falling property prices. They dropped by 2.3% in November, the third monthly fall in a row. However, prices are still up £12,000 compared to the same period last year. Well, I've been speaking to Spencer Fortag, who's from Dockside Property Services in Medway. We've seen you know, steady prices. We've not seen any prices dropping uh, right now. So lots of demand, demand uh, still outstripping supply. So we're in a good place right now in, in Medway and the wider Kent region. Obviously, we saw a bit of turmoil after the mini budget as far as mortgages were concerned. Has that initial panic kind of calmed down a little bit? Are you finding that people are, are feeling a bit more confident with the market and, and moving now? Well, I think that there's a lot going on there. So people uh, seem to be having a, a renewed confidence in the market. But that is driven somewhat by the fact that the mortgage lenders have come down uh, with, with their rates. We're seeing rates coming down almost on a, on a weekly basis. Uh, and I think it's important for you know a lot of people out there that are deciding whether or not to take the plunge to remember that you know back in the days when I started in uh, in property you know we had interest rates well into double figures. So although we've seen a, a shift of, of a couple of percentage points, uh, you know it, it's still relatively low considering where we have been in the past. For some, their New Year's resolution might be to get on the property ladder. I mean, how are you viewing things moving into twenty twenty three? So I think the, the important thing to remember here is that, that going back a little bit, Nicola, 20 and 21 were, were really exceptional years for, for the UK property market. In fact, just looking at my stats, I can see that in Q4 21, uh, there was an average of 21,000 properties sold per week in the UK compared to 2019, which was just over 16,000. So 21, we were seeing 5,000 properties on average per week sold more than, than than two years previous. So 20 and 21 really need to be seen as, as exceptional uh, years. With, with that in mind, uh, I think 20 for 23, we're going to see a, a slight drop in prices. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of between 8 and 12%. Uh, and again, looking back slightly at 22, you know, where prices rose 13.8%, uh, even if prices dropped 10%, we're still going to be ahead of, of, of last year. So, you know, my advice for, for anybody who's, you know, wanting to get on the property ladder for the first time is, yes, property prices do go up and down. But, you know, in, in, in my opinion, uh, engaging dad mode somewhat, you know, it, it's never a, 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 bad, a, a bad time to, to get on the ladder because 
you know full well that that property you're buying now in in 10 or 15 years will be worth more. You know, it's one of the best assets for keeping up with an exceeding inflation. Kent Online reports. It's another day of strike action by Royal Mail workers in Kent. The walkouts in a dispute over pay have led to many Christmas cards and parcels being delayed. We're told tomorrow is the last day to guarantee gifts will arrive by the 25th if they're posted first class. Now, more of the gifts you donated to the Give a Gift appeal on our sister radio station, KMFM, have been delivered to charities in Kent. We received thousands of toys and games which will be given to children in time for the big day. Tracy Perrow is from Homestart in Dover. Homestart supports families in the Dover and Deal district that are going through a difficult time. Um, We support families with at least one child under the age of five. Um, This year, obviously, is a very difficult time for many families with the current state of cost of living, etc. So to receive these presents has been an absolute godsend really and we're so grateful to KFM for collecting them for us we will be taking them out to our families so that the children have something special to put under their Christmas tree Um, and thank you once again and Dean Elligan is from the Kent and Canterbury Hospital we are so excited to receive all of these gifts particularly the amazing Pac-Man machine that has been donated I think it's really important that children are able to feel festive and celebrate particularly when they're in hospital which can be a bit of a scary time actually so these toys and games will make them feel a little bit more at home relieve their stress and anxieties and make them feel in the Christmas spirit thank you so much for your generosity I cannot begin to tell you the difference that it will make for the children and families accessing our child health services at East Kent hospitals thank you as well as charities and hospitals your donations are also going to children in care again thanks ever so much from us for all of the wonderful gifts that you donated a sculpture of a brain by Kent artist Tracy has sold for £7,500 at a charity auction. She lives in Margate and is doing a lot to boost the creative scene in the town right now. Her piece was part of the Me, My Brain and I series and is raising money for Parkinson's UK. And we could do with your help on this one. A charity is trying to track down a football shirt that was accidentally sold at a shop in Maidstone. Heart of Kent Hospice say the 1982 replica England World Cup shirt has huge sentimental value. It was bought by a customer after the display only tag fell off or perhaps you know who bought it you can get in touch with us via the story or on our socials or you can email news at the kmgroup.co.uk well that's all from us for today thanks ever so much for listening don't forget you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok you can also get details of the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing to sign up to that just head to kentonline.co.uk whilst you're on the site today you can see video of what looks very much like a penguin on a kent beach and you can check out our latest Eat My Words food review of an £8.50 Christmas dinner. We'll be back with the podcast tomorrow. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone offering a range of new and approved used cars including MG, Seat and Vauxhall.